If you are hearing this right now, it means we're covering some graphic topics in today's episode. This is a true crime and paranormal podcast. There's going to be some murder. Peter Piper pickled his pecker. <laughs> Peter Piper picked his peppered pickle pecker. Oh. I don't. No. I feel like I need to enunciate no. more, and so I've been doing the exercises. Like Sally sells she's seashells down by the seashore. Yeah. I don't enunciate enough. I think I just need to work on I think my mouth not is saying too so moist. so many times. I say um could be worse. Um is pretty bad, but <laughs> you're like so yeah, so you're bad at this too. Tumble out of bed and assemble to the kitchen. That's great. That's great. Okay. We're ready, right? Yeah. I think so. I'm ready. I'm Because I ready. just finished my case 10 minutes ago. Well, so I didn't you could finish call my me prepared. vocal warm-ups. <laughs> What's the one Sharpay does? What? You've never seen High School Musical? That's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I've seen it, but like it was a while ago. and He just doesn't want to admit like he, he, he watches it every weekend. Anyways, what's new with you? School started. We're yeah, in our it's first kind week of, of school. Horrible. <laughs> I hate you know? it. But I'm just having to schedule lots of stuff. You know, it's just yeah. it is what it is. Oh, what's this? My butt's going to fall asleep. I don't hey. like this chair. My butt's going to fall asleep. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> it's a struggle. I have poor circulation and my limbs go to sleep. <laughs> and your when back is a circle, right? My back is a half circle. circle. Yeah, my back is a half episode. circle. That's how I sit, just <laughs> hunched all the time, permanently. That's how my spine is. I can't flatten out. I'm like, you know those like little, <laughs> you know those wristbands where you like slap yeah. it and it curls up. I just can't, I can't That's uncurl. That's your spine. Yeah. Oh I just my see, goodness. and the chiropractor is the one who cracks me back to straight, and then I just curl up again. <laughs> That's so funny. That's like the best <laughs> analogy for <laughs> someone's back. It's like a piece of paper when you roll it up and you can't get it flat again. It's just always kind of curved. <laughs> it's my spine. <laughs> Who are we? All right. Hello, hello. This is Murder, Mystery, and All-Around no. Mayhem. <laughs> hello, hello. This is Archive, Murder, Mystery, and All-Around Mayhem. That over there is Bailey. And that over there is Ben. Do you know how many times we've done this intro now? <laughs> and he's still well, I mean, to be fair... I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't you're have anywhere to go with that. <laughs> you're first this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for your case. Yeah, because you already know I, about well, it, Well, I right? definitely thought that you were doing a true crime case Mm-mm. this week. And so I was going to do a paranormal case. But then you texted me yesterday like at like 1030 at night. And you're like, I'm doing this. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm also doing <laughs> ghosts. So it's going to be an extra be spooky episode. Spooky. Yeah. What did you it, think though. I was going to do? Uh, I thought you had talked about... One of the cult ones? Carl Tanzler. Uh-uh. Nope. Murderer. I don't remember that. With mummified bodies. I don't remember that. That sounds crazy, though. I'll do that next week. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> like, say I won't. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, You're just directly reading off the Wikipedia. <laughs> hey, that wouldn't be bad. That's they, what they're I pretty do good now, storytellers. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, first off, I want you to tell me about a stuffed animal or doll that really spooked you as a kid spooked me oh i have the perfect one for this because i still have this doll okay it lives at my parents house in a in a box on my shelf because the moment i received it as a child i could not look at it i could well it was looking at me my grandma (laughs) when my cousin and i were born we're born like three weeks apart but when my cousin and i were born my grandma had these dolls made that looked exactly like us and were like the exact dimensions of like us as babies so it looked (gasps) like a real life tiny me like a like it was the same size as me at, at one point why did she think that was a good idea <laughs> i don't know and it was dressed in my old baby clothes oh that's so bad <laughs> and my mom i i got it and my mom was like put that thing in the closet do not let it look at you while you sleep <laughs> and so like it was a, a nice gift but I, I was terrified of it as a kid yeah and it forever lived in like the shelf <laughs> on my, in like the back of my closet that oh thing was probably goodness. haunted. There's something to it if it's not just a kid that's freaked out by something. That's true. Man, I'll bring her. Uh, don't. She came with a birth certificate. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> grandma had too much free time. <laughs> uh, right, my grandma gave me a monkey, a stuffed animal monkey, and it's super creepy. Oh. <laughs> and like Cicely, my sisters hated it as well, and we just <laughs> left it in the back of the closet, and 
we felt like sometimes it would move, but I, I don't <laughs> think it did. It just was freaky. Okay, next time we record, show and tell. You bring your monkey, I'll we'll bring do. my tiny doll. Yeah. It's not even tiny. It's like a full-size, like, 18-month-old baby size. <laughs> oh, but I was like, Grandma, why the heck did you give me this? I didn't tell her that because, you know, I was like, oh, so thanks, Grandma. <laughs> but then I went into her attic one time, Ugh. and Old people she spared us. Creepy. She spared us. Oh, There no. are some horrible dolls up there How that are like <laughs> this tall like a toddler sized doll and oh they're heavy God. it's unnerving have you ever been to a so museum I'm very glad she didn't give us any of those <laughs> you have you ever been to a museum and like they have toys from like the 1800s and s- those yeah. things are so they're scary freaky. were children back then just not scared of anything no if i had gotten that as a child i would have screamed to have uh-huh. the like the stuffed animals don't even look like animals they're honestly terrifying it's and the so dolls yeah. don't even get me started no thank you the dolls are the worst <laughs> so creepy i'm like dude i just want an action figure or a barbie doll like that's <laughs> at least it looks human well i loved stuffed animals as a kid i didn't even like dolls oh, <laughs> so yeah. having the one that looked exactly like me just <laughs> staring that's at me why you didn't the like them <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> i was a stuffed animal kind of gal so freaky and yeah, a Polly had, Pocket kind of gal, but my dog would eat the little silicone shoes and he'd poop them out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, so I asked you that because today I'll be talking about Robert the Doll. Robert the Doll! Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> this is one of my favorite, like, creepy doll cases. I'm, I'm a Robert the Doll kind of gal, as opposed to, like, an Annabelle the Doll. Robert Stan. Yeah. We st- well, we don't Stan Robert. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. He's going to come for us. Uh-oh. Please don't come for us, it, Robert. It's like a little doll that holds a stuffed animal. It's freaky looking. Just is look it at it when we post it on Instagram. It's holding a horse, isn't it? A horse? I thought it was a monkey. Oh God, I'm I don't about know. To look it's at an image. It's just weird. It's like a little dog. It's holding a little... It looks like a dog. Right. I'm going to stop looking at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It's... Okay, this doll, like, it looks like it has, like, stab wounds on its face. Yeah. Or... Stretch like marks or something, or like me, my scars. sophomore year of high school. It's really acne. bad. It's really freaky looking. And it's kind of abstract because it's handmade. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll get into it. Tell me a little bit more about Robert. Robert is said to be capable of moving and it's conscious. People think it's conscious. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hate it already. So right now they've got it in a museum in Florida, but it came from a young boy who was gifted the doll and it's handmade out of cloth. This kid, Eugene, people call him Gene, I think. Well, with a name like Eugene, I'd give you a creepy doll, too. (laughs) Well. (laughs) No, I think it was more... Okay, this servant girl gave it to him, and the legend goes that the parents were mean to this... Or, you know, were bad to this servant girl, Hmm. and then she cursed it. (laughs) She's like, so I'm going to mess with your son for all of eternity? Yeah, Yeah, that's how the legend goes, so... Like, yeah, this she fair. cursed it because <laughs> they mistreated her. This kid, Eugene, uh, liked to talk to his doll, as children do. But No, only the weird ones do. No, come I on. I never talked to a doll come as a on. child. Really? Okay, well, I talked to my stuffed animals. Any I think that's a objects? little bit better. Dude, I talked to rocks. <laughs> How lonely were you? trees and stuff. <laughs> He's like, that was just imaginative. Yeah, come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, With no friends. <laughs> All right, Gene's parents said that they would hurt. Oh my god! <laughs> you just, you just get, you're killing me with this. You're killing me. I'm killing myself. Damn. That's too good. <laughs> I'm on a roll. You can't I stop needed me this, tonight. I needed this comedy though. <laughs> this is, this is good relief. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm so, good. <laughs> so Gene's parents, you know, children talk to dolls, yeah. but parents don't often say, "Yeah, we heard responses <laughs> from the doll." Uh, that's not a normal thing. So they claimed that its expression would change <laughs> from time to time. And to be fair, this ho- doll is handmade, so it's not really clear what expression it was intended to have. But also, you know, it's cursed. I think it just called whoever made this doll just really shitty craft lady. No, 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 no. It's just handmade. <laughs> you know, it's abstract. She's like, no, it's a person. <laughs> <No>. Obviously. <laughs> He's smiling, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay, but... Ooh, its expressions would change yeah how do you yeah. even tell that in a doll it doesn't I have do eyebrows no doesn't have eyebrows it's pretty much not formless but you know like the face has no expression really doesn't seem like it anyway none of this 
the expression changing or talking freaked Gene out until one night he awoke with an intense feeling of being watched. The doll was at the foot of his bed staring at him. He's screaming for help, and as his mom is trying to get the mysteriously locked door open, furniture was being flung around in the room. She bursts in and finds the room a mess, with Robert sitting on the bed going, Yeah, what else are you supposed to do? This doll's throwing shit at you. I know. But he's like, Robert did it. Robert did it. You're making him sound like a a liar. What? No, 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 no. This kid is 10. Well, you're like, he's like, like, yeah, you would be too. No, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just explaining his emotion. Was the furniture and everything still flying around when the mom got there? No, Or did the doll, like, stop to make him look bad? Yeah. yeah. (gasps) Of course. Yeah, the doll's not going to. Because Robert's smart. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to let him know. (laughs) Got to make the kid think he's crazy. Gaslighting. Yeah. Come on, Robert. You're better than that. Is he, though? He's cursed. (laughs) I don't like that we're talking about him. Like he's like he's actually haunted. Yeah. Well, because (laughs) he might come for us. I don't know. He's all the way in Florida. He can't get us. Planes exist. I don't know. Okay. Spirit Airlines. (laughs) So that was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I just caught that Spirit Airlines. That's great. That's great. Oh my goodness. So, wow, that was really good. That was really good. Thank you. That's funny. All right, continue. Okay. So I'm a skeptic. Of this for sure, like we said. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't believe in this kind of stuff. But for sure, this kid was definitely traumatized. And some of that fear or unease of the doll seems to transfer to his family and many other people. After this incident, he's still chill with the doll, which is really weird. What? Yeah. He keeps it and he has like a friendship with it until his parents die. How old is this man by the time his parents die? Is he like 30 with this doll still around? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, no. I actually don't. I don't know his age. <laughs> I don't want to Google it because a picture of that But I mean, he dies of old up. age. He doesn't. Oh. He marries this woman, Anne, and Anne really doesn't like the doll because why would she? She's like, can we throw this away? And he's like, no, I, you know, a lot of sentimental value. I got a relationship <laughs> with this little guy. She's like, uh, Gene, <laughs> you're 40. He needs to stop sleeping in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was interesting because I was like, where was the doll before the wife moved in like does he just have it on his dining table he takes it around with him everywhere oh my goodness. he has a little high chair bro. he has his own little pillow on the bed that's sketch bro <laughs> but yeah since they have a friendship and his wife kind of makes him lock it away up in the attic the doll's like yo why would you do that it so goes after the wife doesn't it it's been t- no, no no it's been terrorizing his family for years it doesn't go after the wife <gasps> but yeah it's not it's not good Robert's not happy, right? And they soon hear him scurrying around (laughs) in the attic. (gasps) His wife's like uneasy about the doll. And then they put it upstairs. And now she's terrified of the (laughs) doll. It made it worse. You're like, like, either the rats are wearing slippers or something is up. (laughs) But kids walking by the house would be like, Mama, the doll is watching me again. (gasps) No. Yeah. So word gets out to Gene that his doll is really scaring people's kids. And... They're like, you're an asshole for leaving your, it in your upstairs window, upstairs bedroom window. And he's like, uh, <gasps> I didn't leave it in my upstairs bedroom window. It's in the attic. There's he's no moving. windows up there. Mm. So he goes up and check and he finds it in a rocking chair facing the window in one of the upstairs bedrooms. I hate that. And he's like, yo, what? So he claims that he replaces the doll back in the attic multiple times and then it comes back to the rocking chair. Maybe he just likes to rock. I like to rock. But Gene lives his life and eventually dies, leaving the doll to be discovered by the next homeowner. Not cool. Like, you should Worst throw that thing away. Worst surprise ever. Worst, what is it, housewarming, <laughs> housewarming gift, gift yeah. ever. But yeah, a couple moves in and their young girl finds the doll and she's like, score, free doll. Oh, no. Let's go. Until it shows her that it's alive and moves around. Oh, no. she's like, it's Toy Story, <laughs> Mom. And she's like, oh, hell oh, no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was my next line. Then she's like, oh, hell no. That was literally my next line. We're uh, just connected. Yeah, but it like moves around and talks to her. And she's like, Mommy, Daddy, please save me from this thing. <laughs> and when the parents eventually get the creeps as well, because at first they're like, oh, my gosh, yeah, just imaginative, yeah. you know. But they eventually get the creeps and they donate it to the East Martello Fort Museum. Hmm. And so here it's in a glass case, um, you know, just to yeah, a museum. I guess, protect people or whatever. 
Oh yeah, museum <laughs> <laughs> to protect other people. I mean, <laughs> it's an artifact. I mean, it's probably yeah. ancient at this point. But people still say that it looks at them, and or they can see life in it, <laughs> and it does. It has been known to mess with people's cameras. Like cameras have been known to malfunction when near it. Mm-mm. Yeah. So dolls are freaky. And this one's a prime example of what not to give your kids. Or <laughs> if someone gives it to your kid, be like, yo, uh, I'm going to take that <laughs> and give it to Goodwill. Some other kid can get terrorized oh, no. by it. Probably just some old lady who collects dolls. I oh, usually shoot. see those at Goodwill. Oh They're gosh. pushing their little carts around. Oh, picking no. Picking up all the dolls. That's all the bad. little cherub figurines. <laughs> That's where the, the those people are where those come from. Where, why are well, they when they die up? again. And then all their when cherubs die come again. <laughs> all their cherubs come back to goodwill. It's it's a repeating cycle. Oh my goodness, that's kind of never ends. Be a movie about that. The life cycle of cherub figurines. Old person buys it, takes it home. Old person dies. <laughs> old person's child <laughs> donates them all to goodwill. Repeat. <laughs> that's the cy- That's the movie. But it's too kitschy after a while, you know. Like how many generations can there be where old people like stupid cherub dolls? A lot. People like weird stuff. Uh, all right. Cherubs are coming back. It's all no, about grandma not. vintage. No, yeah. they're not. No, it's all about like <laughs> vintage furniture. Vintage, I swear to like God, if TikTok starts a trend <laughs> of buying weird, creepy dolls, Tiny I'm going to lose my shit. You can buy haunted dolls on eBay. I kind of want to try it. My friend makes them. She, she makes takes haunted dolls? No, she well, she dolls? takes steady b- teddy bears and sews a doll face on top. I love that. It's really freaky. <laughs> <laughs> it's so scary. Yeah. Uh, that's but what you give your child for Christmas. Basically, with this episode, what I'm saying is, when I eventually adopt kids, please never give me any creepy dolls. I don't want it. I'm giving you the doll that looks like me. No! I'm going to put it in your living room. <laughs> no! Uh, just give them action figures. Give them Hot Wheels. Oh, <laughs> uh, Give them Bratz dolls. Give them those little trolls thing with the hair. That's even worse. If my child no, ever plays with cool. the troll doll. No, those were cool. No, from like the new Trolls movie. If my child uh, ever wants one of those, uh, oh. back to the no, orphanage. I'm talking about the little, the tiny ones with the hair, the old ones. Oh, yeah, the old ones from those like the cool. 90s, early 2000s. Those are cool. Those but are like sweet. the Trolls movie, mm-mm. Yeah. Your allowance, gone. Don't ever ask me for one of those again. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to think I hate children. The last <laughs> episode, I was like, ew, kids. <laughs> this episode, I'm like, <laughs> ask for a Troll doll, you're going to the orphanage. <laughs> Uh, I want I want to be that the asshole to give my kids creepy dolls that terrorize them. You don't get. You to, don't even have any creepy dolls to give them. I don't okay? even have kids to. give <laughs> <laughs> Is there more? Did I miss stuff? No, I mean, there's. There's probably a lot more. There's so much behind Robert the doll. Oh my bad. <laughs> well, there's a ton of podcast episodes about it. It's just a really popular doll, so I feel like I've heard like the story so many times. Okay. It's a good story, though. It was pretty good. (laughs) The comedy key. That was prime in this one. Okay. So it's my turn, isn't it? (laughs) Robert did it. (laughs) Honestly, I'd take Robert over this next one because as I was writing this, because I finished my case like 10 minutes ago because I got scared writing this alone in my apartment while it was dark. Shh yeah like so i I texted you i was like i'm on my way and i'm just gonna finish my case when we get to the studio because i was scared (laughs) i kept looking behind me i'm like i'm here because i was alone with my dog that was it i was like there's i'm gonna look behind me and it's gonna be the ghost from this case (laughs) (laughs) anyways casper would not protect you either (laughs) no he wouldn't even wake up that dog was asleep (laughs) okay this week i'm doing the joshua ward house so credit where credit's due. I got a lot of it from SalemWitchMuseum.com, Nightly Spirits, um, an article from Salem Ghosts. Yeah. I love the Salem Witch Trials. Okay. And I don't... I, I'm not a fan, but I, I love mean, the history. <laughs> I mean, I don't love the burning <laughs> of innocent women. Yeah. <laughs> but that period yeah. of history is just so yeah. fascinating yeah. to me. And... Okay, fun fact. I had a friend all through elementary school. Shout out Danny. She definitely doesn't listen. Um, but she re- she was related to Cotton Mather. Um, he was an awful be- human being, though. So I don't think that's as fun of a fact, I guess. <laughs> not a flex. Not a flex. Yeah. <laughs> not a flex. But uh, I knew a girl who so was funny. related to a guy who killed a lot of people. <laughs> so That's a flex for you. 
That's totally uh, something you would flex. Uh, he was. Do you know who he was? No, no, I don't. He's a Puritan minister during the witch trials. Um, mm. He wrote about the existence of witchcraft and like his quote observations uh, of yes. witches. Mm-hmm. Basically, he was writing all this. So he's a scientist. Basically, both <laughs> that that encouraged people to go out and yeah, seek witches, and he's partially responsible for a lot of deaths because oh, yeah. of this. Like oh, modern yeah. he's Facebook, culpable for sure. Yeah, like modern Facebook, somebody posts something really dumb, like inhaling bleach fumes kills the coronavirus in your body. Like that's obviously not true. But some people are really gullible and they'll do it. Mm. And whoever wrote that post is responsible for those people sniffing bleach fumes. Cotton Mather was just um, the 1600 version of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Also, he owns slaves, so we hate him. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, that's not what my case is even about. So this week we're talking about Joshua Wardhouse. So the Joshua Ward House is named after its original owner, Joshua Ward. Obviously, he was a, a wealthy merchant when the home was built in... Um, 1784 i want to say and the house itself served a ton of different purposes over the years it was a home at first um a tavern in the 1800s um it got listed on the national register of historic places in 1978 um and since 20 2015 serves as a popular hotel in salem's downtown district (laughs) a famous name associated with the joshua ward house george washington what are you doing over there (laughs) are you chewing on air in the middle of my case, George Washington. show some respect. George Washington. <laughs> yeah. In 1789, George Washington requested a tour and actually stayed there while he was on a trip. Oh, I mean, not yeah. going to say cool because. I mean, George Washington was not great, yeah. but Salem, uh, Salem, Samuel McIntyre was uh, a really famous carpenter bricklayer back then. And he actually built the Joshua Ward house. And um, where do I know that name from? I don't know. He probably built a lot of buildings, Samuel McIntyre. Yeah. But the staircase in um, in the Joshua Ward house is actually his oldest existing work, oh. like still standing. So that's pretty cool. Pretty solid, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess he was okay at his job. It lasted like 300 years or something. So. <laughs> but that's pretty dang good. Yeah. Before Joshua Ward built his home, the property where the house currently sits was once the home of Sheriff George Corwin. Uh, George Corman was the high sheriff of Salem during the time of the witch trials, and he was, for lack of a better term, a big fat beep. Uh, he was directly involved in all 19 deaths that resulted from the witch trials. I think that's a pretty good term, then. Yeah, big fat Darn. And not only would he you know, arrest and falsely convict these accused witches and one warlock, he would torture them. So, yeah, in one of the articles, it described him as beyond sadistic. Uh so that should give you a good picture of that that guy <laughs> and side note um when i'm when i'm going over my case i will be saying like witch wizard warlock i'm only saying that because so that's cool. the terminology used in all the resources i found um i'm in no way trying to disrespect any religious or spiritual communities that use those terms just wanted to make sure i said that did i tell you i got a uh, witch tiktok the other day oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah i had all nice. these videos about like pagan history and stuff on my page it was really interesting that's partially why I wanted to do this case. This oh, week. really? Yeah. That's super cool. I know. Anyways, nice. I digress. Not trying to offend anyone with the terminology. It was just in all the resources, and I wouldn't know what other words to substitute. D- so. I don't... Does... Wh- what religions use uh, wi- witch, wizard, or warlock? Like, various pagan s- religions and things like that use witch, warlock, wizard, things like that, I think. Can they shoot fireballs? <laughs> I'm gonna. Is that an ignorant? I literally uh, just said I'm trying to not <laughs> I be know, disrespectful. I was about to. Yeah. <laughs> I had to say it though. I had to say it. I Anyways. gotta get one in. <laughs> I digress. George Corwin was a dick. Okay, he was quote elected sheriff on May 27th in 1692, and I put that in quotes because he wasn't really elected. It was all nepotism. His family was wealthy and well connected, and he had several uncles who were justices in the Massachusetts courts. Um, and the Salem witch trials were already underway by the time that he was put in power, but he definitely didn't make things any better. Um, his first court hearing as a sheriff involved arguably the most famous victims. I mean, okay. I, there's a lot of hand motions going on. Victims is what they were really were, but he would call them witches. Let's just get that clear. They're probably innocent of their crimes. I mean, these don't seem like crimes. crimes. Yeah. Yeah. And their names were Sarah Good, Sarah Wilds, Susanna Martin, and Rebecca Nurse. 
and as sheriff he was in charge of transporting the women to the trial uh played a big role in the case like during the trial um and actually okay actually during the trial sarah good famously said quote you are a liar i am no more a witch than you are a wizard and if you take away my life god will give you blood to drink so like Dang. not ominous at all really I mean, <laughs> just kidding she's a bad bitch for that yeah. i love you oh absolutely. that was good that is some good word but good sadly words. after this statement uh <laughs> them some good words but sadly after the statement by sarah the trial was ended and all four women were declared guilty and george corwin himself hung the woman hung the women and confiscated the property of all of his victims that he executed so he gets all the loot yeah so apparently salem law in the 1690s this is a quote from like a salem salem law back then quote allowed the seizures of a felon's possessions but they did not extend to their real estate the worldly possessions of the married women were who were convicted were considered the property of their husbands but that's my own commentary continuing the quote (laughs) as such there was nothing to confiscate from the condemned married women but the possessions of the condemned men and widows were allowed to be confiscated that's such a conflict of interest because they're like, oh, yeah. we like your stuff. Well, exactly. I was <laughs> yeah. like, you know, this could go wrong real quick. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> hey, our neighbor Shirley has a nice tea kettle, don't you think? Quick, Harold, call the sheriff. Tell him Shirley turned the baby into a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you, you just want their stuff and then it's tell them you're, they're a witch? Like That is amazing. I'm just like, I'm like that's just incentive to like put people in jail then. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, since we learned <laughs> from like, last week, it was like just your rival business partner or business person, you're going to throw them under the bus. And this way, yeah. there's an even more of an incentive. Or if you're... Um, you get their stuff. Yeah. Or if you're a mistress in the nineteen <laughs> in the 1920s, it's throw your lover under the bus. Shoot. <laughs> he was a German spy. Blah, dead. <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> part. We were listening to our own yeah, podcast so before good. we <laughs> before we started recording this one. We were listening to last week's episode and just laughing at ourselves. I know I'm on my deathbed and I have nothing <laughs> to gain from this, but he did he it. Did. Bye. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Technically, the belongings were to be inventoried to help pay for the inmates' expenses while they're in jail and support their families. But it's a known fact that George Corwin... For the Corwin, inmates' expenses? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it's a known fact that George Corwin would just sell the stuff and pocket the money. Because he's a douchebag, obviously. Yeah, of course, of course. What else would he do? He has no other options. What did we expect? Yeah, that's his culture. As the trials <laughs> went on, his t- <laughs> as the trials went on, his torture became more and more gruesome. I always hate when we laugh and then I have to say the next line <laughs> and it's something like that. That's so funny. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, I think it's great. Yeah, he got it. Got more and more gruesome. His his methods of torture. There are rumors that George Corwin would even lure those who were accused of witchcraft in the trials to his home, and once they were inside, he would just trap them in his basement and torture them. And like, there's not a lot Before of evidence. Before they were even convicted. Yeah, and like, there's not a what? lot of evidence to back this up. These are rumors, but I would not put it past this guy. Yeah, like I have no reason to doubt that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was noticeable with the like exponential just like gruesomeness in his torture he really derived pleasure from the violent acts and just didn't try to hide it he loved having power over other people and giles Corey was another one of his victims um giles was accused of being a warlock he was actually one of the only men to be tried and killed during the trials um but just like the women the accusations against giles Corey were unprovable and just like absurd uh, one woman accused him after an apparition rose from the dead to tell her that Giles had been the one to kill him. I like his tea kettle. <laughs> like, you can't prove that. They're uh, like, oh, shoot, you saw a dead person and they told you this guy's a wizard? Gotcha. What? Yeah. The, what? Uh, bye. But I, I mean, okay, a decade earlier, Giles Corey mm-hmm. had been imprisoned after he beat to death one of his farmhands. So I guess, oh, shit. I guess it could be, I guess it could be believable. <laughs> uh, not that he's a wizard, but that he's just that a murderer. He's capable of murder. Why don't you just yeah. get him for murder? <laughs> exactly. Okay, but he actually delayed the trial for weeks just because he refused to speak. So he just dumb. stayed mute the whole time, and he wouldn't even tell him if he was pleading guilty or not guilty. He just wouldn't talk. Taking the fifth. So, yeah. Well, so to speed up the process, Sheriff Corwin subjected him to what's called, uh, I'm going to try and pr- pronounce this, it's French, 
and it's gonna sound like I'm saying penis, but it's not. Pine forte a dur. I don't nailed it. Probably not. Um, but this just means hard and forceful punishment in French. <laughs> you shouldn't have said I'm this not is going to sound like I'm <laughs> oh. saying penis. Oh, that's that's dirty. Anyways, um, so let's talk about this, d- this und- guy, indescribable form of torture. I don't like this guy. Uh, so basically what what they do is they put you in between two big slabs of wood and just stack heavy rocks on you until they press you to death. Kinky. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I have to redo that now. <laughs> yeah, let's redo that. Disrespectful to the dead. <laughs> but some accounts <laughs> some accounts this is this next line is not going to make it any better. It's so bad. Th- well, just wait cuz what you just did made it uh, even so worse. It's so hard to Some accounts so much say some accounts say that while being pressed by the rocks, the only time Giles Corey spoke was to tell Corwin to put more weight on. Bro. In the article I read, it said the only time Giles Corey spoke was to cheekily say, put more weight on. <laughs> what? What? And you said kinky. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. And you should feel bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he did. He wanted more weight. So, well, of course he wants more weight. He wants to die quicker. <laughs> like, know. please crush said, me already. He said it cheekily. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> like, how the... How would you know that he said it cheaply yeah, in 1692 while he's being crushed to death? It probably just <laughs> sounded like, <laughs> like. Anyways, okay. The concept of a comedy true crime podcast. Oh, God, that would be painful. Anyways. But some accounts also say that during the torture, George Corwin looked just so unfeeling, like no emotions, and used his walking stick to push Giles's tongue back into his mouth as he was being pressed. Very gross. Like he was being pressed so hard I his didn't tongue need just like that Ugh. imagery. Well now you That's have it. That's gross. Yeah. And there's more gruesome history that I could go into, but the site of the Joshua Ward house is just not a happy one, obviously. It's also just extremely haunted because of all this. And I mean it's it's no surprise. We just, you know, heard about the guy who lived there torturing people. Yeah, if he's um, got torture devices. Yeah, somebody was literally pressed to death and he's using site. them that place is going to be haunted yeah so let's talk about that let's talk about the ghost uh the one of the most famous spirits um of the joshua ward house is known as the strangler he blows the he blows kisses to guests <laughs> what <laughs> no no one actually knows for sure who the who the spirit actually was but a lot of people think that it's actually george corwin himself hmm. um so only 19 people were killed in the witch trials but over 200 arrests were made and one of those arrests was of a woman named Mary English, and her trial is one of Corwin's most like notable trials. Corwin arrested Mary on accusations of witch- witchcraft, but after he arrested her, he went to her house and just stole all of her stuff because, again, he's a douchebag. Just ransacked the place. <laughs> and Mary's husband, Philip English, was obviously pissed off, but he was in hiding after Mary's arrest because oftentimes they would arrest the wife and then also arrest the husband for being like an accomplice in her witchcraft. Oh, my God. Um, so he couldn't do anything to stop Corwin. But finally, Corwin gets what's coming to him. And years after the trials, like the witch trials have ended, Philip can safely come out of hiding and he sues Corwin for theft and he wins. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But at this point, George Corwin already already like sold all their stuff and he used the money so he can't pay the fine and he's put in jail. And so he eventually oh, passes away and Philip declares that he's now going to steal his body like oh. Corwin stole his, his possessions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Philip just be snatching bodies now. What? He wants revenge and then some. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, yeah, he used all that money for the torture devices. <laughs> he was just burning a hole in his pocket. Gotta, he yeah. couldn't wait. <laughs> but there's a lot of upkeep on those rock on those uh crushing machines. Gotta polish those rocks. <laughs> but because of this, it was euphemism. <laughs> Stop making it weird. <laughs> a man was killed, Gotta Benjamin. Polish those rocks. <laughs> but because of this this it was rumored that corbin's family buried him in the basement of his home so that philip couldn't steal the body um but they actually debunked this rumor and corbin wasn't buried in the basement but his spirit still wanders his old home and this spirit isn't a nice one let me tell you there have been multiple reports of run-ins with this particular spirit the strangler all of which have occurred on the second floor one report stated that while the guest was completely alone 
on the second floor, he felt a pair of hands around his throat squeezing, and he was gasping for air. That's terrifying. No, thank you. Mm-mm. It was at this point where I was like, maybe I should finish this at the studio. I don't. <laughs> that guy's got like a Harry Potter wand in his back pocket, <laughs> and then he just gets strangled. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm just imagining Harry Potter, but in like an old colonial house. <laughs> okay. But apparently, rumor has it that George Corwin would take accused witches to his home and go interrogate them. But really, he would just torture and strangle them. Yeah. And many of the employees that work at the estate, since it's a, it's a hotel and a historical site now, uh, they've said that they've experienced a lot of weird paranormal happenings, and they actually attribute these happenings to the spirit of Giles Corey, the guy who's crushed to death. And there's been a ton of accounts of just weird stuff like pockets of cold air in heated rooms, books and pictures falling off the shelves, um, and candles being melted even though they were never lit. This part's my favorite and also very creepy. Uh Giles may have some weird affinity for candles because as candles melt, like candles that have actually been lit by employees or guests, um, they consistently form into the shape of an S while they burn and melt. Mm-hmm. How does that even happen? I don't know. Exactly. Ghost. I've now you believe. Seen, I've only seen candles burn in an O shape. They burn in an S. Just regular candles. Just regular up and down candles. Oh, burn like in like a weird S shape. What? Yeah. What does the S mean? Let me tell you. Some paranormal experts take this to be some kind of sign from the spirit of Giles Corey that the S stands for sheriff, and he wants some sort of revenge or retribution for Sheriff George Corwin since he was brutally murdered. But I don't know, but I hate it. (laughs) And the last ghost. Trying to think of something else that would stand for. S. Stupid people, please leave me alone. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He just uses the candles to spell things out, but they keep putting them out before he can get past the S. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, the last ghost I wanted to talk about today is known as the Witch of the Joshua Ward House. And she's perhaps the most famous spirit of the house. This is at this, It was at this point where I closed my laptop and I finished the rest of the case from here on out <laughs> while we were here in a well-lit studio with other people. That's funny. <laughs> I could not... Because there's a photo that goes... Anyways, I'll get into it. In 1981, Carlson Realty, a business that had recently moved its office into the house, uh, was hosting its company Christmas party there. And in the midst of all the festivities, a worker went to like take a picture of this other co-worker. But when the Polaroid photo emerged from the camera, the photo was not of the you know lively, blonde-haired realtor agent in front of him. Instead, when the photo developed, it was a photo of like a completely different unknown woman. Uh, She had like extremely pale skin and like just this mess of like dark curly hair. He got catfished. (laughs) Oh my, that's awful. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Imagine how scary that'd be to get the picture back. (laughs) The blonde girl's like, I need a mirror. Hey, (laughs) Sam. Yeah. But <laughs> the photo was like super famous. I'll show it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um there like it went on to be published in books and newspapers around the world. <laughs> and there's been first-hand accounts, first-hand accounts of visitors who just report seeing the woman like looking through windows and seeing her in various rooms of the house. Oh wow. But so far no one's been able to identify the woman. But we were thinking it could be one of the accused witches that Corwin executed. Like that would make sense. Yeah. There's haunts the house. But yeah, it's interesting because a majority of paranormal activity reported is is by men who encounter these spirits. It's all men that encounter these spirits. And several men have reported that when they left the house, they, they felt like this unexplained... They, they left... Oh, my God. And several men reported that when they left the house, they had these just, like, unexplainable scratches all over their chest and backs. And a bunch of men have experienced like this uncomfortable feeling of like another person watching them while they're in the house. And there's no real explanation for this, but the widely accepted theory is that the spirit is a woman wrongly accused in the trials. So like she has something against men, which like girl, I would too. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) you look so concerned over there. You're like thinking about it. You're like, that's terrible. I'm never visiting. (laughs) Uh, But yeah. What is their legit punishment? Execution, right? But really, he just tortures him to death. 
Because um, that's a different they're, thing. They're you know? tortured, and then most of the women were hung. Wow. Joshua Wardhouse witch. Whack. I'm going to find this picture for you. And God, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. I hate it. I hate it. I, I think it'd it. be cool to meet a witch. Okay. My friend does witchcraft. This was the picture. Oh, God. That's horrible. That, yeah. Now you see why <laughs> I didn't want to write this at home in the dark in my apartment alone. <laughs> I was oh, I was man. like I'm gonna look out the window and she's gonna be there. I haven't felt like that in a while. Last time I felt like legitimately paranoid. <laughs> Shivers. Paranoid from reading or seeing something was uh when I watched oh what's it called? Is it called Moon? I watched a, uh, this movie with Jacob where rocks on the moon are like some of them are alive, <gasps> and they like shoot into your into your spacesuit and like go in your body and shit. It's it's terrifying. I hate that. But yeah, that's my case for this week, and I am thoroughly freaked out. It was scary. <laughs> you try, you try googling Joshua Wardhouse, and that's the first thing that pops up. Oh yeah, no, I don't like that picture at all. Yeah, that's freaky. I'll poop myself. I'll put that on the Instagram. Do it. I'm not putting Robert on there. He's gonna haunt our Instagram. Do you know how no, many how many Robert. people have just gone to the museum and then like there's people who have gone to the museum to see Robert and then had a heart attack like three days later. Oh shit really yeah i mean did you not see all those no I didn't. like people will go see robert at the museum and then he like the evilness in him follows <gasps> them home oh god and he's killed people uh i didn't know that yeah you can't tell I me you can't tell me go should have researched researched a little better it's a good story i do love robert the doll <sighs> you hear that robert we love you don't come after us anyways i hate you robert bailey hates you too no i don't <laughs> stop <laughs> i'm the one who believes in this stuff <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, we're at that time in the show Anyways, now. Anyways, let's go get some food. Oh, no, yeah. We yeah, we're at that news. time in the show now. You were going to leave him hanging. <laughs> you were going to leave him just feeling sad about... Feeling scared? Yeah, feeling scared. I'm yeah. feeling scared after looking at that photo again. All right, what's your good news then? So, my good news for this week, every, every episode, for those of you who don't know, every episode, we like to end on a really good note. We find an uplifting story Bailey from the finds news. an uplifting story. Yeah. Did you have one this week? Nope. Okay, well, I'll read I don't know then. what to search. I Do you know what I put in the search bar every time I get to the studio and I realize I haven't found a good news case for this week? What do you, what do you put? I put in the search bar, good news. <laughs> <laughs> That's good what news I was going to do, but then I thought it was corny. No. But it works? All right. I, I literally type in good news stories. But I oh, have, yeah, a have a really good story. Good News Network? Yeah, the Good News Network. But I like also the Today Today Show has a... Okay, well, you do. Time. I'll find one while you, while you tell me about one. And, okay. And then... I am really in love with mine. For those of you who don't know, I have a a dog named Casper. He's this little mutt do know. that we think he might be a pit bull. He's like a mutt. He looks weird, but I love him so much. Uh, <laughs> you know, okay, side note. This is kind of also funny. It may be uplifting, but not really. It's mostly about my anxiety. When we do icebreakers, the, like the whole first week of classes, my worst nightmare because it's like, oh, yeah, oh those are pretty bad. name any pets you have. And I'm like, I have a dog named after a ghost, all right, Casper. And then I, what am I supposed, am I going to tell him I have two guinea pigs named after a dead musician and a serial killer? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, what are your pets' names? <laughs> and you have to say, like, I have two guinea pigs and a dog. Oh, my God, what are their names? Like, Casper, Ted Bundy, and Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little funny. That's a little funny. <laughs> it's Teddy and Freddie, but I wanted to make it. Funny. Yeah, that's no, cool. That's cool. That's my two favorite things, murder and music. Anyway, so my good news story for this week is, can I just read you the headline? Because it makes my heart so yeah. happy because yeah. I love my dog and I just have a love for the breed. The title of the story this week, Gumdrop is the first pit bull adopted in Denver since the repeal of a 30-year <laughs> ban. Oh, <The> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. The Pity, now renamed Odin, not as good as Gumdrop. But Gumdrop is Gumdrop a is legendary superior. name. That <laughs> he is amazing. offers hope to pit bull lovers near and far. A three-year-old pit bull named Gumdrop ended 2020 as a stray on the streets of Denver, but he started 2021 by making history as the first pit bull legally adopted since voters repealed a ban on the breed that had stood for 30 years. Ah, makes my heart so happy. 
Since 1989, it had been illegal to own any dog deemed to have the majority appearance of a pit bull. That's an umbrella terrible. term including American Pit Bull Terriers, Staffordshire Bull Terriers, and American Staffordshire Terriers. Which is stupid because I've owned literally like all all of those dogs right there. Yeah, I hate that. But we're talking about the good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah, the, the good, good stuff. stuff. They're allowed now. That's yes. great. But in November 2020, voters overwhelmingly passed legislation that replaces the outright ban with a provisional breed-restricted license to help monitor any incidents, which is stupid, but okay, whatever. It also requires vaccinations and blah, 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 pets be spayed and neutered, as you should spay and neuter your pets. Um, Shelters are overrun. Um, It launched January 2nd, which happened to be the first day that Gumdrop became available for adoption from the Denver Animal Shelter. Awesome. I love you, Gumdrop. It's so cute. And I'll post a picture of Gumdrop on the Instagram because he deserves it. But <laughs> I just, I have a love for pit bulls. They're, I've only ever owned bully breeds in my life and they have been the best dogs I've ever had. Oh, did I tell you I finally made a shrine for Zoe? Oh, so my what? pit bull that I grew up with, she, I literally no took way. my senior photos with this dog. Um, she, we recently had to put her down. She was like 13. She was like a hundred yeah. something in dog years. She was old um r.i.p zoe but i i went and picked up her ashes over winter break and uh <laughs> they even like had a little paw print over and we told the nurse we're like yeah her full name is princess zoe chrysanthemum because i named her when i was like eight years old <laughs> awesome <laughs> and so i have her little paw print now and i made her a little shrine in my tv stand because i didn't know where else to put her <laughs> oh that's so cool and now casper when i was putting up her stuff Cause I have a little picture of her and like her ashes and like her paw print. That's Cas- really cute. When I went I like up, Casper was like sniffing it. He's like, what the heck is this? <laughs> I told him, wake me up at 3 a.m. to go poop one more time. That's going to be you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, say hi to Zoe. <laughs> That's so funny. I love my dog. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that's my good news story. Pitbulls are allowed in Denver. They should be allowed everywhere. That's great. It's any breed can be, you know, you know, raised to be mean. Any breed can. I've. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I've been bitten by like chihuahuas and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> my friend had this Boston Terrier that just bit the shit out of my hand and it was bleeding. <laughs> She's like, oh, sorry. He's a little nervous. I'm like, what the Oh my god but, but when i'm nervous i just can't <laughs> speak i don't bite people sheesh man yeah i love pitbulls with all my heart this story made me happy yeah. when i saw it and i was like oh this is one we're so, doing this week all right well i'm looking at these and they all look really corny i'm just gonna make something up all right my do good not make something up i <laughs> shh, shh. my good news this week is birkenstock i'll just i'll break it to you i rescued a, a baby orphan from a, a burning <laughs> building <laughs> While sharks were attacking, I didn't. I didn't want to say it, but oh. Ben, if you're gonna bring it up, you know that. You know that's embarrassing. Come on, I'm not a hero. Ba- I'm just like you. Bailey uh, rescued an orphan from a burning building uh, during a shark attack today, and it was very heroic of her. I'm just like you. Come on, that's my good news. I'm not a hero. I'm, I'm, just, I'm not a hero. I'm just like you. That's my favorite line. So when I do funny. the simplest task, <laughs> I'm not a hero. I'm just like you. Just like I am a hero. <laughs> I am a hero. You're your own hero, Ben. I am a hero. Let's go get Taco Bell. I am a god. I am a god. That's uh, Kanye West. I don't actually think I'm a god. I'm just looking at Gundrop. Let me see that dog. He's a baby. Very cute. Very hey, cute. Hey, baby. Nice. I did not even know that about Denver. I didn't even know yeah. cities still had stupid bands like that. Yeah, that's pretty whack. Good for you, Denver, for realizing your fat mistake. It's like when Oregon banned black people. (laughs) Wait, you didn't know about that? (laughs) Yeah, I know about that, (laughs) but I was... It's not really comparable. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Um, Dog racism. I was going to say, you got to make sure to bleep out my stuff now. Oh, really? Why? (laughs) I don't know. I'm scared my mom's going to find a podcast. (laughs) And What's she going to care if you... Cur- do a little curse it's just a bad word and bad words are good for you we watched the same documentary ben i know <laughs> <laughs> don't try and get all like <laughs> i fun fact fun fact curse I words lower stress <laughs> gumdrop is god gumdrop is god very cute dog i would die for you and that's oh we didn't even say bye 
We really did it. We didn't say anything. We were just like, all right, we're going to Taco Bell later. Bye. Bye, everybody. That's so funny. That's we seriously sad. didn't even say it. It'd be the cinnamon. It'd be the cinnamon. What does that mean? Um, There's cinnamon freeze-dried Fuji apple slices. I get hairy ankles. <laughs> I didn't shave them. I had racing stripes the other day. <laughs> Are we recording? Wait, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, okay. I had racing stripes. I'm just going to say this. I don't even care. I had racing stripes the other day because it's winter and it was quarantine. Okay. Wh- what am I going to shave my legs for? Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm you don't mean to... racing stripes like shit in your underwear. No. <laughs> okay. That's that. No. That was in I awe. <laughs> I was like, you really just admitted to that? <laughs> no, I had racing stripes up my leg because I have these Nike leggings. Okay. That have that's mesh. a totally different thing. <laughs> they have mesh up the side of the leg and I was going to go running, but I was like, oh my hairy legs to show because i run at the golf course and there's like people at the golf course <laughs> and so i shaved just where the mesh was and my leggings like up the side <laughs> and so when i put on shorts the other day that's what my parents house i put on shorts the other day my mom was like why that's do you have racing practical. stripes <laughs> so funny anyways yeah tell me more about robert though <laughs> i just talked over you twice oh it's fine I was talking over you. It's your case. That's fair. Be the boss, Ben. That's fair. You're the man right now. And then in like 20 minutes, I'm the man. Don't ASMR into the microphone right now. I will lose my shit. I'm too hungry for that. I just keep losing my fucking train I'm of thought. Bullet points. My mind just goes blank. <laughs> no thoughts. You, Brain you em- <laughs> head empty, no thought. Yeah. Every time I, <laughs> I was telling it. my mom, sometimes I look at my dog, Casper, love of my life, my little angel. I look at my dog, and sometimes I'm just like, there is nothing going on behind those <laughs> eyes. <laughs> that poor soul. Oh. Look into his eyes, just nothing. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Blissfully ignorant. <laughs> nothing but love. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So sweet. So stupid. <laughs> I love my dog. Them's some good words. <laughs> yeah, but sadly, after this statement, um, after the statement by... Oh my God. Sadly, after the statement. Sadly, after the statement. Uh, sadly, after you're the statement. You're just someone who has to edit this later. Oh, fuck you, right. <laughs> but sadly, after the statement. How does that even happen? I don't know. Exactly. Ghost. I've now you believe. That's my two favorite things, murder and music. Awesome. I love you, Gumdrop. Beep. I need to, should I record my noise? <laughs> For when I believe. Frickin'. Shoot. Frickin'. Shoot. Darn. Beep. <laughs> <laughs>